Greetings, Amigops, and Top Tenners everywhere. This is Mike from Top Ten with Kyle and Mike. I am joined this week, as I am every week, by our just handsome as all get out co-host, Kyle. And I am joined by his even more handsome and talented and wonderful in all ways younger brother, Cameron. Now, this week, as every week, we will be discussing a topic. We will be debating it vigorously over the course of something around an hour. And by the end of this episode, we will have a definitive top 10 list of that thing. I don't know what the hell that thing is. Kyle does. I believe Cameroon does as well. So, gentlemen, what are we talking about this week? Thank you, Michael, for that fantastic introduction. We are, in fact, joined this week by my lovely brother and fantastic guest, Potter Cameron. It looks like Cameron just got finished auditioning. We were discussing before we got on here. He's wearing something. <laughs> he's like wearing almost exclusively black in like a dark black room. It looks like you just finished auditioning for a, like a European modeling magazine or something. And he blends exactly <laughs> into the wall. And a big picture of JFK on your t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a quite a get up anyways we're excited to have cameron here this this list has been in the works for some time i thought of it a while back and i mentioned the idea to cam and he was very excited about it and said wait till i can get on to do that one i want to i want to guest on that one so t- we have difficulty getting cam on because he lives in california i live in the central time zone mike's on the eastern time zone so it's time it's tough to find time for us to podcast together but we've done it so now we're finally here. We're going to do this podcast. The list in question is songs named after women. But. Oh. But, yeah. We are going to be ranking them not on quality of song, although that will factor into okay. it. But primarily, we'll be ranking and debating the attractiveness of the the title woman from the perspective of the our narrator right okay that is just a truly divine idea i'm so into this and i think that ranking the hotness of of the the chicks in question is the way to do this yeah and so the way i the way i went about ranking hotness some of the things that i I thought about a, a lot of it it's you know is the descriptive language about the 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 female in question and then, so that's a big part of it. And then I, in a lot of cases, people will, narrators will, will espouse things about how attractive they find a woman. But I, what I, what I always say is actions speak louder than words. So in yeah. these songs, if someone is uh, telling us what they've done, or if there's a physical kind of action item associated with the, 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 the interaction and like the, the attractiveness, attractiveness of this woman is such that it causes a person to behave in a certain way that can that can uh, up the up your score on on the ranking. If it's like Joanne is so hot, I barfed. It's like oh wow, okay. <laughs> wow, she's <laughs> she's attractive. Wow, yeah. So mm-hmm. so that's the loose that is the loose structure of this list. I think it's appropriate, Cameron. You've this is I think your third time on. It's been all music podcasts. I kind of like this niche you've occupied. Yeah. So. It is good for Cam. Yeah, and this is funny because I'm immediately thinking about a song that I was listening to with Caroline yesterday in the car. And I was commenting to her that I have this very confusing reaction to the song. Well, it's really not that confusing. Where I uh, experience sort of an alteration in my blood flow. 
but I'm thinking about Kyle as I listen hmm. to the song. I have a feeling that the the that song in question may be making an appearance here. It's on the list. We'll be talking about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll just get started because I think this one might end up being kind of long because I think Cam probably has a pretty long list of his own. And, yeah. and and to be clear, there's probably a million songs named after women. So I, for the most part, I tried to pick songs that people will know, pretty yeah, well well known songs. All right, so so number ten, I thought we'd start off real easy to get people into the spirit of it and kind of understand what I'm talking about here. The song in question is "Barbara Ann" by the Beach Boys. Are you both familiar? Of course. <laughs> so yes. Uh, I have the I have the lyrics here. I'll read them out real quick. It goes "Ba ba 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 Barbara Ann." Ba 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 Barbara M. Ba 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 Barbara M. Take my hand. There's a couple more Barbara Ann's. And then, and this is the key, the key here. He says, You got me rocking and a rolling. Rocking and a reeling. Barbara Ann. Ba 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 Barbara Ann. So <laughs> we we actually don't know much about the attractiveness of Barbara Ann, but we do know that it's such He thought he would take a chance. Yeah. <laughs> Went to a dance. <laughs> Looking for romance, okay? So he's clearly in the mood for love. And uh, when he meets Barbara Ann, he starts rocking and rolling, rocking and reeling. This is a physical reaction he's having to encountering Bob, 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 Ram. So that's, uh, it's, that's, there's not much more to it than that. But it's clear that she's attractive and there is some physical reaction to it. And so that's why it's made the list at number 10. Yeah, I think, I think that's a terrific me, yeah. pick. I, I especially like that... Um, I think it's instructive that she has the name of a 130-year-old great-grandmother and still causes him to rock and reel. So I think that this is uh, – it's very important. you got to put yourself in the times. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, in the parlance of their times, she's hot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Barbara Ann is like – she's a babe. I mean, we all know this. Yeah. No question. Definite babe. We know this. 10 out of 10 would. Wow. Yeah, no question. All right, so that's that's Barbara Ann. Number nine is a song by the band Toto. <laughs> I this is my favorite Toto song. That's a continent, not a not a woman, Kyle. <laughs> it's not Africa. You thought? Oh, okay. I. What does he say, Principal? Uh, Principal, what's his face? Yes. In, in New Everybody thinks it's just about Africa. <laughs> Toto has a really deep collection. Those guys have a ton of hits. <laughs> and one of, one of those hits is Rosanna. This is definitely my yeah. favorite Toto songs. It's one of my favorite songs in general. It's a really uh, great song. It's all about this woman named Rosanna. I'll read you some of the lyrics here. He says, right at the very beginning of the song, we don't waste any time. He says, all I want to do when I wake up in the morning is see your eyes, Rosanna. Rosanna. I never thought the girl like you could ever care for me, Rosanna. All I want to do in the middle of the evening is hold you tight. And then he says, Rosanna, so, Rosanna. Like that. The, the, real, the real bummer of it is that she's, she's gone. She's, she's no longer there. But he's, So then he says, I think yeah. this is the key point. Now she's gone. And I have to say, meet you all the way. Da, 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 da. So it's implied that he's going after Rosanna, right? Because all he wants to do is hold yeah. her in the middle of the evening. It's a goodwill hunting situation. He's he's getting uh, hitting the open road to find his girl. She's yeah. so attractive that he can't bear not being around her. So that's that's how attractive she is, Rosanna. I gotta say, it's pretty low on the list. Well, there's a lot there's a lot of songs named after women, Cam. But we of course part of the podcast is uh, vigorous debate. Yeah, and we can debate it. So. 
There's going to be a lot of debate over this topic, I think. So I have a question, actually, just just a clarifying question. So if a song is has a woman's name in the title, Good. but it is not like so if it was like Kylie's water bottle I, or I hey was, there Delilah, your name yeah, is yeah. Yeah, your name is Kyle, and I have a water bottle in front of me, so that was where that came from. Oh. Is that eligible? Yeah, that's fine. As long as there's a woman's name in the title, it doesn't have to just be that person's name, right? So, Okay, now now a related question. What if there is a, a descriptor of a woman? So, like, what if the song's name were, um, like, Stacy's mom, for example? Ooh, that is an interesting real, one. That's a great question. That's <laughs> oh. that is such because she does have it going on. Just saying, but it's not the woman in question is unnamed. But that's like, kind of muse, the point. Though. It's Stacy's kind of mom. She's his muse. Yeah, we all know it's Pamela Anderson. That's true. <laughs> From like, the it's, music a, video. it's a it's an it's a descriptive it's a description. Let's talk about that later on but uh, so i actually listed a couple of songs here that don't count so like if it's okay. a if it's clearly about a woman but there's no name it doesn't count for example my girl right or mm. jesse's girl right okay or, so jesse's oh. girl was my other question I, I wish that i had her but we can't have her on the list i was gonna bring up uh, surfer girl by the beach boys no good no name. Okay. I don't know her All name. Right. No, this is good to know. Evil Woman by ELO. Pretty Woman. Oof. No good. Evil Woman. Pretty Woman's a great one. Yeah, because woman. you can kind of substitute your own woman in for, for any of them. And that's kind of a, a beside the point. We want to know about like a specific character. Gotcha. It's songs named after women. Exactly. Okay. So right. I think st- the only reason I entertain Stacy's mom is because the name in that song, unlike Jesse's girl, is of another female. It feels a little more allowable. Yeah. What about? Let's talk about that one again later. Oh shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> this oh, opens up a oh, whole box. Shit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so if there was this, so a song called "The Box" is no good. A song called "Pandora's Box" that's fine. Yeah, exactly. That's a great point. Yeah. It's a great point. So that's Rosanna. I love Rosanna. Yep. I don't get to listen yep, to it too often because Ali just doesn't like it. Because I listen to it so much. She's just gotten a little tired. She's jealous. Rosanna. She's like, who is this Rosanna? What about What about uh hmm. what about Mama by Genesis? Because we know he's talking no. about Phil Collins' mom. Ah, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great song. <laughs> It's not exactly no like good. a romantic song, but let's <laughs> hope not. It doesn't have not Oedipus. <laughs> I literally always forget who banged LeBron James's mom, but if it were by him, and it's allowable. Well, there's Kyle. There, there's Oedipus. The list goes on. There's Phil Collins. Okay, well, we're not going right. to include that one then. All right. All right. Number eight. Now it's time for number eight. Number eight is... A song easily confused with a lot of other songs by this band. Number eight is Amanda by Boston. Yeah. I mean, oh, this boy. Of... I was going to say, this literally has to be Boston. <laughs> I, uh, the good news is I like the Boston song, so I like Boston. Same. It's a good song. I actually really like this song. He doesn't, there's not a lot of descriptive language about Amanda. We just know how our narrator feels about her and what he feels inclined to do. The, he gets docked points because it's all in the future tense. It's all stuff that he's planning yeah, to do. Yeah, he hasn't done any of it yet. Like, put your money where your mouth is, buddy. 
This Amanda does, may not even know who you are. I'm gonna take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda. He says, I'm gonna tell you right away, I can't wait another day, Amanda. I'm gonna say it like a man and make you understand, Amanda, I love you. So, clearly he loves her. and He might already have an intimate relationship with this woman. It seems like he doesn't. Oh, that's an interesting know. point. Like, it's sort of a casual thing and he's trying to ratchet it up. That's what mm. I was going to say. Yeah, like, he, he may have already laid all his, he's put all his cards on the table. Yeah, but if she's the kind of girl that he doesn't want to have a serious relationship, I don't know if she would be worth considering. So I like the idea that she's like this dream girl he's he's going to go after. I like to think that she's a barista. And like, oh, he, she, no, mm, 100% she's okay. a barista. He sees her every day and he's like, I'm going to, I'm going to. You, you recognize me, but I'm going to take you by surprise and make you realize, Amanda, this kind of thing. Like yeah. He's thinking about it a lot. It's kind of creepy, but I clearly he's infatuated with Amanda. There's no debate if about this, I think. If only there was some, some music video or something. I don't think there is. No. Damn. That would give us a few clues. It's <laughs> true. They, there is a video on that. YouTube. There is a video on YouTube, but it's clear, clearly like a fan-made thing, and it's just a girl on the wow. beach. A ton of friends. No. Not a barista? Doesn't count. Oh, could be. Could be. We don't know. <laughs> a barista just happens to be at the beach that well, day. Well, so. baristas don't Speaking work every day. Speaking of beach so. music videos, have you guys ever seen the music video of uh, Wicked Game by Chris Isaac? Nope. Nope. Oh. That is a, that is a like, I think it's 90s, beach music video that is just, whew, mm. turn up the heat. All right. Oof. Chris Isaac. That's on my to-do list. What about, yeah. gre- what about the Grease scene? The Grease Beach scene. Oh, yeah. That's a pretty legendary one, right? That could be an entire podcast yes. on its own, like Beach Scene. Get working on that. Yeah, I'm yeah, going. Get going. I think uh, Stupid Cupid by uh, the uh, Lana and the Lynettes from Princess Diaries has got to be it up could work, there. Yeah. Lana, Vanna, and Fontana. That's a good, that's a banger. Stop picking on me. It's not a bad to kind of uh, listen to these songs in the background while you're talking about them. I think it kind of gets you in the mood, in the spirit think, of each Oh, song. it's getting me in the mood. I think oh, if you're listening you to this that. podcast, you should find a way to listen to this podcast like on headphones, but then, yeah, play these songs That's in the what background I'm doing. on like a speaker or something. Yeah. yeah. It's working. Okay. So that's number eight. Usually after number eight, we have a segment called the Not Top Three, but I'm unable to begin it unless I know uh, it's time to start. Uh, yeah, how do we know? Because I'm just a guest. I don't know. You... All you have to do, it's easy It's easy as one, two, three, Cam. All you have to say, and loudly and clearly into your microphone, is, Kevin, hit that stanky beat. Uh, hey, uh, Kevin, hit that, uh, hit that beat, yo. Does that work, or does it have to? Uh, I was paraphrasing slightly. It worked. We've got the the music has played. And he we're brings ready to the go. stank regardless of whether you specify it. It's sort of like it just kind of comes with the It's a kind of thing, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. So for the not top three, I tried to pick songs where it was clear that the the person in question is not one of a great physical interest to the narrator. Infamous. A song you had to write about a woman just because you, oh, not because you love her, but because you hate her. <laughs> right it, that's what i would think it's that bad in these cases it's not necessarily a hate thing but we'll, we'll go through it so okay yeah 
so number one is uh beth by kiss do you guys know this song uh i know of this song okay so yeah i'll fill you in so beth so basically the whole song is a song to beth where he's saying I'll, i'll just read you the lyrics he says you say you feel so empty that our house just ain't our home i'm always somewhere else and you're always there alone just a few more hours and i'll be right home to you i think i hear them calling oh beth what can i do beth what can i do so but if you listen to the whole song the context is he's writing this from the perspective of a person who's a musician in a band and the boys are uh trying to find the right sound and they're working on their music and uh he can't come home right now because they're trying to you know trying to get this mm. this song to work yeah right and it sounds like this has been going on for quite some time to warrant complaints of, you know, our house is not a home and you're always somewhere yeah. else and you're always there alone, right? This is a recurring thing. And so it seems like he can't find Beth to be all that appealing because it's. I think it's funny. He says, what can I do? And it's pretty, I think to me, it's pretty clear. What go he could home. Do. Just go home. It seems yeah. to be kind of the... He sounds like he's more infatuated with his groupies in this situation. Right. So it's not... It's. Which, uh, I'm wondering if that was true to life for Gene Simmons by any chance. It may have been. Possibly. So it's not, and I I would suspect Beth is probably a very uh, attractive woman. But in this case, to our narrator, she's not attractive yeah. enough to warrant him to come home from uh, rocking out with the boys. The beautiful rendition of the song at the end of the movie Role Models by uh, Paul Rudd. Right. And this is a this is an age old topic, you know. Are you mature enough to, to take on the lady, or are you gonna have to choose between the boys and the band? Or the, I mean, dude, this, this is a, very this true. Is a tale it's of the old classic. Time. It's the classic. I'm focusing on my career breakup move, right? Yeah. Rest in peace. Which is total horseshit in every case. Yeah. All right. All right. Next, this is interesting because our our narrator seems to be like third person omniscient, so it's kind of mm. it's hard to um to assign feelings to this person but do you are you are you all familiar with eleanor rigby by the beatles of course yes it's on my list Mm -hmm. here's the thing about eleanor rigby she died in the church and was buried along with her name nobody came so (laughs) that breaking so (laughs) 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 it's a sad song it's a sad song, and we actually don't. It's hard to speculate on how attractive she is, but she she couldn't yeah, have been super popular because nobody Eleanor. came to the, the funeral. What kind of name kind like of a, Eleanor? Eleanor Rigby. She sounds Eleanor like, Rigby. Sounds like John Lennon's got a thing for older ladies. <laughs> <laughs> With a name yeah, like, this is a case where even in the in the sixties, this was an old lady name. Yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. <laughs> but I don't know. So far, every song you've. You've mentioned has been in my uh, has been on my list. You're an expert. Which is titled? Which is titled? Ladies, please. That's what my Spotify. uh, (laughs) And it's been and it's been active for a long time. But I'm I'm adding them. I'm adding some as we go. What's interesting about Spotify is I put a playlist together to listen to these songs as I was preparing for it, and it'll suggest songs for you. You know, and it was just picking songs that were women's names. Like it was smart enough to know. Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's creepy yeah, and it, cool. That's kind of a genre, right? Yeah, as you're talking, I'm I'm almost filled with anxiety and thinking like, shit, I might have just missed a big one, like a ballad. But there's a million songs, right? We're not going to get yeah. them all. 
Yeah. The last one on the not top three is Billie Jean by Michael Jackson. Yeah, was, this was going to be my... She's not well. his lover. No. This uh, chick sucks. She's <laughs> just a girl. She says that he's the one. She's kind of a drag. Dude. No, she's I, trying to ruin his career. Yeah. She's trying to ruin yeah, Michael's yeah. career by spreading the slandering yeah. and spreading lies. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely a song that has aged surprisingly poorly. Yeah. <laughs> It like it was great until about two years ago. Yeah, that was... and then it just. What's weird about this one is that like like she's clearly attractive because it says the the start of the song says she was more like a beauty queen from a movie scene, yeah. right? But yeah, later, but as yeah, as you... physical beauty isn't everything. She's also a pain in the ass. Yeah, for forty days and forty nights, the law was on her side. But who can stand when she's in demand? Her schemes and plans. But. How do you, like, again, we're here, we're here with the the dilemma, the question, like, how reliable is our narrator? Do we trust Michael Jackson? There's a huge, like, (laughs) (laughs) that's a big question. A lot of reasons not to trust this guy. I I think it's extremely important. Extremely, extremely important. It's not like he's infallible. (laughs) To clarify (laughs) that we are not passing judgment on Billie Jean in any way. Remember, the basis by which we are evaluating these women is from the perspective of our narrator. Okay. And we <laughs> Well, I think I think when we're evaluating these show business ladies like with uh the the uh, Kiss song and now with Michael Jackson, it's important to think of the context of who's singing this cuz in both cases they're singing from the perspective of a musician. And I think musicians operate like characters from The Sopranos where there's there's ladies who are high enough quality to be your gumar and then there's ladies that are high enough quality to be your wife. Billie right. Jean is like a classic Gumar, but not not a wife. Precisely. And, and I yeah. want to, and I, maybe this is a good time to introduce uh, a song called "Jamie's Crying." Oh, <laughs> now, now this is kind of a this is kind of a tough one because it doesn't sound like it's saying from the perspective of, of David Lee Roth. It kind of sounds like it's more of a storybook about Jamie and how she's she's been in love before, right? She knows what. She knows what love's for, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, and she knows it, it should mean a little more than just a one-night stand, you know? Yeah. Um, but she knows, mm. you know, she knows, you know, if she picks up that phone, she knows what's going to happen. So we're, we're kind of here with another dilemma with Jamie. So I don't know. I'm kind of just trying to figure out if this should be in the... I think it's a love song or is it not? Hard to say. I, actually... I don't know if it belongs here in the not top 10 or in the top 10. Yeah, it's not. It, it's unclear if our narrator actually has a relationship with Jamie, right? Because they they're using third person pronouns. Like it's a like yeah. David Lee Roth is like describing Jamie and someone else. So I don't know. It's hard to say. We all we we know it's about a guy who's probably making a little too much advance on a girl who wants to take things a little bit slower. So maybe that's the worst part. Is that one, maybe one side's in love and the other is not? <sighs> Brutal. Yeah. That's no good, kids. Okay, well, well, I don't know. We'll place that later, maybe. I want to do a, an anonymous not top three. So this is uh, an unnamed female, um, but she's the subject of truly one of the great songs I've ever heard. It, it's a it's a song called "Girl You Stank, Take a <laughs> Bath" by Soldier Boy. Take a take a what, Mike? Uh, I'm sorry, a bath. A I, bath. I must have mispronounced that. B-A-F-F. Yeah, so basically the issue with this girl is, you know, she's she's kind of cute, but then when she starts taking her pants off, 
Because she, she wanted to dance, to right? Dance. That's right. Yeah, she wants to dance. Uh, she starts sweating, and and it's stinky, disgusting, and stanky. Yeah, she stank needs, a bath. she needs a bath. <laughs> yeah. so. Girl, you stank. <laughs> Take a bath. So she's she's pretty explicitly um not the kind of girl that that Soldier Boy's looking for. I no. mean, baths honestly like the last thing I would choose to make myself smell better in that situation is probably gonna. <laughs> that is a, a lot really worse. excellent point. <laughs> bath. Just a disgusting. It's a really good point. Oh. Yeah. Shower, but she shower does doesn't sound as cool yeah. as song, I guess. The only other one I had here was um, my Sharona because it's kind of creepy. If, if you read the lyrics, yeah, she's clearly a, a younger girl. So, I, I, yeah. Well, on that topic, let's actually. I want to hit that one then because I wasn't sure where to classify this one. But Janie's got a gun. Oh yeah. Um, she's Smith. also underage. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's underage. So let's throw her in that in that pile. But like, definitely not old enough. I was on Reddit and they were, they were like one of the topics was like, what's, you know, who are some celebrities who have done like awful things, but everyone kind of forgets and just dismisses. Yeah. And dude, the list goes on and on of all these <laughs> rock stars like David Bowie and, and uh, Aerosmith with Steven Tyler. Just like Steven Tyler, like took custody of a girl so he could take her on on tour with him. And she was like oh. 16, like th- from yeah. his mother. Ooh. And then, like, she, oh. she was getting it, like, oh, I won't even go into the this nasty details, but there's a ton of rock stars that are, like, you know, of, uh, what's his name? Just from this movie, uh, uh, Roman Polanski, right? Yep. Like, there's, like, oh, in yes. that area, like, yes. it's nothing but, like, just, like. Oh. So, to, to be clear, Cameron, what you're telling us is that I feel some like a lot of these songs are really creepy and weird and do terrible things. And, I, yeah, and I'm afraid, let's hope that a lot of these songs aren't written. About underage <laughs> girls. I hope not. Yeah. Because if we're going into that territory with my Sharona, it's a disclaimer. I also just, I want to I wanna just note, like, as somebody who's now um, 26 years old, you know who's, you know who's attractive? Grown women. They're, they're pretty. Yeah, there's pretty plenty cool. of, like, yeah. attractive, ad- there's, it like, a really big percentage of the world that is adults and attractive. So... That's that's the right that's the right zone to be in. I totally endorse that statement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a as a man married to another adult, I can fully endorse that. Isn't statement. it great? Aren't you glad she's an adult? I really love it. It's one of my favorite things about my wife, for sure. <laughs> so let's go up to number seven. Possibly cutting that whole section out. <laughs> yeah, that might yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, so number seven, you guys probably haven't heard, as probably most of our listeners haven't, except for Dylan. But I picked it anyways because the writing is exquisite and it is really fits here. The song is called Louisa by Lord Huron. Have heard it. Love it. Also, just a brief thank you to um, you and Dylan and this podcast for giving me Lord Huron because I was just regaling Caroline with just how much I love Lord Huron. Like, unequivocally love. Really a wonderful band. And that's a great song. They are amazing. I'll, I'll read the lyrics here. Because they're really fantastic lyricists. So, the song starts off yes. this way. Good for nothing is the name they'll remember me by. Done nothing with my life for no one. I'm just waiting to die. I turned my back on the world. You know I'd given up on living till I met you, girl. Then you came into my life with come hither in your eyes pulling me Oof. out of the grave what a nice surprise and it goes from there but later on he says uh, and this is the um 
the, the where I was saying that physical action kind of trumps. He says later in the song, mm-hmm. I'll write your name on my skin as a promise that will never be apart again. So he gets her name Whoa. tattooed, right? Which is something that a lot of people do. And to be clear, it sounds like he may even have done a self tattoo, which is even more of a commitment because that hurts, I would think, even more. And it's not necessarily going to be of good quality. So, like, he's he's very committed. Yeah. Probably going to get infected. Oh, yeah. like it's a not poking good. stick jail tattoo. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's going to smell and weird. Luisa's yeah. not necessarily easy to spell. Hopefully he had it written down somewhere yeah. nearby. That's a great point. It's like Katie. There's a lot of different ways to spell Katie. Oh, certainly. You, know? you got to be careful. You want a convict, right? Like, spell, like trusting them to spell some girl's name right on your arm? I don't think so. <laughs> In that sense, it's probably better to self-tattoo because you trust yourself yeah, to spell it right. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Rather, yeah. Rather, th- rather than Bill from Cell 16. <laughs> yeah, who's been making yeah. toilet wine out of, like, raisins. <laughs> so, if you yeah. haven't listened to Louisa, go go give it a listen. Yeah, I'm not, fam- I'm not familiar with this one. I'll give it a listen. It it's good. All right. Number six. This is this is just a good song. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the song is Layla by Eric Clapton. Oh, that is... Okay, let's. I want to take a brief poll. Which do you prefer? Do you prefer the original Derek and the Dominoes, or do you prefer the acoustic? It's the OG pre- is, is the one. I prefer the original just because, I think probably just because I've known it longer. And that piano solo at the end? Oh, forget it. Uh, so, Kyle, I believe you have not seen Goodfellas, at least last time I checked in. Correct, I have not. Okay, and Cameron... Yeah, I seen that. I just watched it like last week, actually. Okay, is for in preparation time. for the Irishman, I presume. That's right. That's right. Some Scorsese catch up. Yeah, I guess I'm excited to see that movie. Um, but at any rate, there's a very famous sequence. It's it's this great montage as things are kind of starting to unravel in this film with uh, Layla on in the background. And one of my favorite TV shows, Community, which recently ranked as like the number 10 show of the 2010s by the AV Club, which shouts the community, parodied that whole film where this particular cartel uh, took control of chicken nugget production and distribution on their community college campus. (laughs) And it basically plays out like the plot of Goodfellas. And there's this great montage is like people are starting to rip them off of their chicken nuggets as Layla <laughs> plays in the background. It's just, it's iconic. Like Layla is, is a great song in many ways, but I think its reputation was cemented uh, by its role in Goodfellas. But even just within the context of the song, it is clear that Layla is a real winner. Um, I think especially because the narrator is clearly willing it's unclear exactly to what the, the narrator references uh, is referring here, but She's got him on his knees. Um, yeah. You know, he may be praying. Who's to say exactly what's going on? I but he's clearly begging. she's a winner. Because he says, I'm begging, darling, please. He is begging, uh, darling, please. So he's he's very committed to this relationship because yeah. she's such a winner. So that's Layla. Yeah, I thought yeah. this. I, I got made fun of this. Uh, I thought I was like making fun of I, I was making fun of one of his songs or something like at a bar. And one of my friends was like, you know this song is about his son that fell out a window and died, right? Tears in Heaven, I think, is, is, is like is written oh, about that. You made fun of Tears in Heaven? <laughs> oh, 
you dick! <laughs> I was like ten beers in, and I was oh just my like, God. And, I, and I was just making fun of like whatever was playing, and then they were like, "Well, you probably feel like an asshole right now." War, <laughs> Cameron. <laughs> yeah, I got no soul. Jesus. I didn't know. Dude, I didn't know the particular wow. song well, was written about a deceased son. <laughs> Jesus. It, well, just just as a future guide, a if Whitney Houston Jr. ever comes up with a song called, like, I Miss You, Mom, <laughs> it's about her mom and don't make fun of it. Yeah, Dude, don't be playing that song at, like, an Irish bar at 3 in the morning. Okay? Don't do that. Victim blaming. All right. And all their Harry Potter <laughs> yeah. books were burned. Ooh, it whoa. was consensual. Consensual. <laughs> And they all got pink eye. <laughs> Irish songs are supposed to be sad. Yeah. Susan Evans off limits. Yep. Not on this list either. It's a great song. Charles Lindbergh didn't write any songs about his son. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really want to get into it, but Charles Lindbergh was also a, a major Nazi appeaser and a bad guy. So we're this is an Listen. anti-Charles Listen. Lindbergh podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is he had the damn courtesy not to write a song about it. <laughs> Again, he was busy appeasing a major fascist movement. He was busy breaking world records. Some of the best scientists in, in the world. In service of glorifying a major fascist empire. Operation Paperclip, uh, look it up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about love songs. <laughs> uh, the poor Lindbergh baby. If you want, if you want some great uh, work of art inspired by the Lindbergh baby, read yourself a little old book called Murder on the Orient Express. That is a good yeah. one. Yeah, I yeah. love that book. Just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Never read it. <laughs> yeah, I will read that though. You it's sure? a great book. Great film too. All right. Okay. Now it's time for number Ten. five. Yes. Mike, you alluded to this song earlier. Obviously, yeah. number five is Arabella by the Arctic Monkeys. Oh. She, uh, so I think one of the all-time great song descriptions of appearance is in this song because typically songs will say she's she's beautiful, she's pretty, she has good eyes, she has a shapely behind. Like, whatever the term is, it's typically something just positive but not all that descriptive or you this song it, yeah this song is an all-timer and it's arabella's got a 70s head and it just puts such an image in my head of like a particular 70s hairdo and look and head shape and the moment he says that i'm just so i'm transported i know exactly what he's talking about and but and besides her having a 70s head she is a modern lover it's an she is a modern lover She's made of outer space. And her lips are like the galaxy's edge, and her kiss the color of a constellation falling into place. Falling into place. That's just so good. She... She, it's that's just like a perfectly written. Uh, it's it's not so much a love song as like a sex song. It's like a really just. Oh yeah. This is yeah. It sure is. Um, <laughs> the Mexican. She coke. wraps her lips around a Mexican coke. Makes you wish. She wore the bottle. the bottle. Um. Yeah, she is a sexy, sexy lady, and I would say anybody is hard pressed to find a sexier lady of a song than than Arabella. I. The chorus, surprisingly, I think is my favorite descriptive part of this song, though, because he says, my days end best when the sunset gets itself behind. Behind! 
that little lady sitting on the passenger side, it's much less picturesque without her catching the light. The horizon yeah. tries, but it's just not as kind, it's just on, not the as kind on the eyes. Oh, that's <laughs> so good. It's so. so good. That's just like a, it's basically a perfect song. Well, it's the perfect imagery of like a woman yeah. silhouetted in the passenger seat of a car against the sunset. Yeah. And he's saying yeah. it would be far less picturesque without her silhouette there. Like that's, that's as yeah. good as it gets. The only reason and it's and five, the thing, yeah. The only reason it's number five is because outside of Arctic Monkeys aficionados, it's not a super popular song. As one, as one point. True. I, I just, I want to know. Where I was mentioning earlier what I like, I like the specificity of the song. I also like that there's sort of this, like, glazed, sort of beautiful, like, twilight sort of overlaid on the song. Like, clearly this is a guy who's who's very infatuated with this woman. Like, he is able to describe her accurately, but he's also completely blinded by, by how taken he is with her. All right, well, that's Arabella. That's one of our all-time favorite songs. And really, the only reason it's not higher is because... It's just not as popular outside of uh, us, our 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 friendship. So we're trying. We we are trying our absolute best not to turn this into an echo chamber, uh, which it is. It is very much. But all right, number four. Number four, we have Roxanne by the Police and Sting. You know the thing is, she really didn't need to turn on that. Put on that red light. No, he says it eighteen times. Does he? Is that? Did you count? <laughs> no, I, it, but there's a lot. Because it's got to be. Cl- it's got to be that many. At least eighteen, possibly more. Mm-hmm. He says this is. It kind of falls in the same category as things he's gonna do. It's. It's the timing of the song is unclear because he says, "I love you since I knew ya. I wouldn't talk down to ya. I have to tell you just talk how I feel. I won't share mm-hmm. you with another boy. I know my mind is made up. So put away your makeup." Told you yep. once, I won't tell you again. It's a bad way. It sounds like he's had an ongoing relationship with Roxanne, and as the song is being relayed to us, he's telling her, like, hey, you don't have to... Like, it sounds like he's speaking to her in real time as we're listening to the song. So he's he's gone, yes. he's gone past premeditation, and he's he's telling her all these stuff, all these things, you know? This is a legendary one. Yeah, it, well, part of it, part of what breaks it so high is it's, it's a legendary uh, status as a song, but... He's also kind of defying a lot of social norms by uh, affiliating himself in this way with a lady of the night. Yeah, it's it's definitely, I will say, it's definitely a little self-congratulatory from the perspective of uh, somebody who's pursuing a lady of the night. Regardless, she is clearly very beautiful um, and is, has enough feminine wiles to overcome the stigma of her, her day job. Exactly. Her night job. Yeah. This can't be the first or the last song written about a prostitute. Let's just say that. No, most certainly it is not. No, definitely not. No, a lot of uh, a lot of musicians seem to like to to build in like a good a good song about a thing that they've probably done or are going to do just to make sure everybody kind of thinks it was performance art like the Aerosmith dude looks like a lady situation. Like that was uh I it really feels like the lady doth protest a bit too much with that one. <laughs> I feel like the 2019 version of this song is like some girl has a premium Snapchat. <laughs> He's like, you don't have to be doing that, girl, you know? You know? Oh, my God. That's great. Well, it's not the first and it's not the last. It's probably the most famous song no, on the process. That's what I'm saying. It's going to keep evolving. Wow. Mm-hmm. I got a bunch. But we'll just, 
let's let me let me rattle the top three and then cam you can do yours how's that no i'm just go go for it however you want to do it i'll do number three here number three is uh maggie may by rod stewart okay yeah okay so looking for this one such a great song it's but it's it's an undebatably great song probably the best song on this list so far yeah i would say so you think so it's better than layla it, I think it's I, I think it is. It's close. Layla's a great I, song, but I think I, Maggie May's a better song. I like Layla better, but I think Maggie May appeals to a broader range of folks. Yeah. This is one of those songs where she, like she's Maggie May is so attractive that like this guy can't help but be attracted to her despite all the bullshit. So like so he says, I know I keep you amused, but I feel I'm being used. Oh Maggie, I could have tried any I couldn't have tried any more. You led me away from home. Just to save you from being alone, you stole my heart, and that's what really hurts. Mm-hmm. Despite all that, he can't help it. And it sounds like he ditched school to hang out with Maggie May. He says it's late September, and I really should be back at school. You stole my heart, but I love you anyway. You know, that's... yeah. Which is better? Which is better? This song to Maggie May or the love song to himself? Do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> <laughs> He, it is unquestionable that Rod Stewart loves himself more than he would ever love Maggie May. Yeah, sorry, Mags. <laughs> yeah. You must think he's sexy, though. I don't know. Uh, he is. He is a sexy guy. Is he, though? He's so iconic, <laughs> His voice. you know, but... <laughs> he's really not sexy to look at, but there's more to him than just the voice. Uh, or than just the face. That's true. Oh. You don't want to necessarily want to look like Rod Stewart. No, no, I would like to one, sound like him. One, one time there was like a fight going on at this baseball game I was at, at this Dodgers, this Dodgers game. And the, uh, the guy, the lady next to me was pretty funny. And she was fighting with some drunk, some drunk guy. And he, he was like, shut the fuck up, Rod Stewart. He called the lady next incredible. to me Rod Stewart. And then like. Everyone was just like silent after that. <gasps> we all knew she looked like. <laughs> oh, wow! What an incredible burn. Yeah, that's one thing. But to be a female, I actually I gotta be honest. I would rather look like Rod Stewart as a woman than as a man. <laughs> oh, <laughs> the thing is, Jesus. a lot of women, a lot of older women specifically, wear their hair like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she looked a lot like that guy. Oh. <laughs> So good. <laughs> I can't believe you had an anecdote to take that one yeah. home. I was wondering. I, mean, I, I even, thought we were going to get lost in sea on that one. She couldn't even say anything to retort. Yeah, yeah. she just sits down. She just had to sit down. Looked like Rod Stewart. <laughs> wow. Rod Stewart looking ass? Yeah. So <laughs> Maybe he's self-conscious and that's why he's asking. Do you think I'm sexy? <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. You want my body? No, seriously. Do, <laughs> do, do you, you think, think I'm sexy? <laughs> Am I sexual? No. <laughs> Oof. Well, I'm sure he got plenty of responses from that song. Yeah. A lot of fan letters. Yeah, you're sexy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A lot of Polaroids of like weird pointy bras. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about for some reason. <laughs> Boobs in the 1940s just were different, I guess. <laughs> They're all, they just work. <laughs> I don't know if it was a gravity so? thing or what. They're all cones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It probably had to do with diet. I think they it was def- a dietary situation. Gravity. Ladies were eating a lot more like T-bone steaks <laughs> and pork chops than they do now. 
I think clothing had a lot to do with it, like what what the fashion trend. Probably was, but, sure. Yeah, but, yeah. Back then, there like just that fewer Brussels sprouts work. and chia seeds. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Number two, then. Number two, and this is um. The I guess you might quibble with this song's eligibility, but I don't. I don't think. I, I think it very firmly belongs here. Number two is Lola by the Kinks. Mm, yeah. So, the, I, I first of all, this is just a a, a great fucking song. It's just a yeah, banger. It so it's about a, a fella who who goes out uh, drinking and and dancing, and he he ends up beating a woman named Lola, who he is infatuated with. What's her name again? Lola, 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 Lola. So she walks like a woman, right? Yeah, she does walk like a woman, and he—it's actually kind of hard to understand because she walks like a woman but talks like a man. Uh oh, we're back on the Steven Tyler train. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude looks like a again, lady. like this is a podcast that is very, uh, very sex positive, and everybody should do exactly what they want. Yeah, but um, making the songs to like pre-excuse yourself, like it's fine. Just do your thing. Do whatever makes you happy. Right. So, well, that's what he says. So he says, "Then I looked at her and she at me. Well, that's the way that I wanted to stay, and I always wanted to be that way for my Lola." Oh, there's another great. Here, I'll find it. There's another really great. Mike, are you crying? It's, it's kind of blurry, but it looks like you're crying. I'm, I'm We're both a little teary. One tear. And then after he says that, he says, Lola, la, Lola, la, Lola. And then he says, it's probably my favorite. He says, girls will be boys and boys will be girls. It's a mixed up, muddled up, shook up world, except for Lola. I, oh. that, that's just good writing. And it's also a, a, the big reason why it fits on this list is this this person is so attractive that it makes this other person feel like all the, the nonsense that goes on in this world is... Is something he can deal with because of Lola, 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 you know? Yeah, deal that's really a terrific line. It's really quite good. So, Jeez. You've convinced <clears throat> me with that one. I Somehow that didn't make my list. It just must have slipped through the cracks. Well, I'm not the world's most great masculine one. man. But okay. Anyways. All right, number one. <laughs> this, is, this is a great song. And it, I think I know what this is. I hope I, I hope I know what this is. God, I hope I, I hope I picked it right. It's... It's interesting because it's, it's like the the narrator is describing how attractive this person is, not to herself but to a like from another person's perspective. The song is Jolene by Dolly Parton. Is that the one you were thinking of, Cam? It was not. No. Jolene, do you know the song? I don't think I do. I, I'm sure oh. I, 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 if I listen to it, it goes I like know. this: Jolene, 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 Jolene. You know that okay. one by Dolly Parton. Yes. Yeah, she goes, I'm begging of you, please, don't take my man, Jolene, Jolene, Jolene. And here's where it really hits into high gear. And she, this is incredible descriptive language. She says, please don't take him just because you can. Your beauty is beyond compare with flaming locks of auburn hair, with ivory skin and eyes of emerald green. Your smile is like a breath of spring. Your voice is soft like summer rain. And I cannot compete with you, Jolene. So, all right, all and right, she- hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So, now, I agree that this is, uh, this. I was just like, this is number 217 on uh, Rolling Stone's 2004 ranking of the top 500 greatest songs of all time. Very famous song, probably Dolly Parton's most famous song. You are stacking the deck because this song is describing 
Allegis, your wife. I I think that this is getting a gigantic boost because of your preferences in ladies. Listen. Uh, flaming auburn locks yeah. that's and just ivory Mary skin. Jane. Get out of here. That's just great descriptive language. You know what I mean? But what is just what because is you spent your entire teenage years beaten off to Spider-Man comic books. <laughs> Oh, Look, shit. this this oh, this woman, yeah. Jolene is so attractive that Uh-oh, our narrator ha- has no. No, I heard. I'm just. I have a rebuttal. The like the <laughs> <laughs> our narrator has no choice but to just like ask her kindly, like don't please, like just don't take my husband because you're you're that. That's how attractive you are. You can just do it if you want to. I feel like she's into. I feel like she's into Jolene because all she says a little about bit. her man is, is that he talks in his sleep. He talks about you in his sleep. There's nothing I can do to keep from crying when he calls your name, Jolene. So I listened to the song just now while you were talking. I gotta say, it's pretty. That's a pretty good song. It's a fun I'm song. I'm surprised to sing. I haven't heard that. Whenever I journey to uh, Moline, Illinois, I always sing Moline, Moline, okay. Moline. That's a good. <laughs> oh that's my a, god! That's a Jolene fun thing to do. <laughs> this is just a blatant. St- this is an absolutely blatant bit of home cooking here. How dare you? Two hundred is very low wow. for. Well, I don't know. There's a lot of songs, but this is. There's a, a lot of songs, so maybe two hundred is fair. But no, but I think this is number one. So I don't think there's a ton of question. I think this is the number one on this list. Well, wow. all right. So let's get into it now, because Cam, it sounds like you got a long list. Wait, can we're... I? Can I make one quick note? I just want because I googled. I did a little googling while we were talking about Jolene. Oh, let's um, get it. So Lo- Lola, Lola was actually intentional. This, this like the the gender stuff. So it on um, hold up, uh, cream. So in cream, it was recognized as the first significant, significantly blatant gay rock ballad. Okay. This was this was a song. So where to go? Um, do 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 do. Where the hell did it go? It was banned. Wait a second. It was banned in some places. Oof. So we got some controversy here. Yeah, we got a little controversy. It was banned in the BBC. By the BBC, it was banned uh, on some radio stations in Australia. And the lead singer said, "I don't. doesn't really matter what sex Lola is. I think she's all right. Damn. There you go. This was 1970. Well, that's kind of the point. That's so Good for them. That, no, but seriously, so- that's a pretty... Badass move in 1970. What a what a baller ass move. That's very forward of them. It's mm. aged extremely well. Yeah, it has. It has. Yes, unlike some of the other songs on this list. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope they were around long enough to enjoy some of that coming their way, like the good, you know, the yeah. good vibes. That's a good point. I don't know if the shine ever, like, I don't know if they ever got the shine. They definitely got the like. Yeah, oh, backwards yeah. bashing, but I don't know <laughs> if they get the shine off of that. Yeah. Okay. Precisely. Okay. All right. All right. Cam. Well, Mike, what do you? What did I miss here? Okay. So there's a couple that I'm gonna like. I'm gonna want to push to like the top three. Okay. Cam, uh, wait, Cam. I've decided to cut you off. I've decided to cut you off because you're a much bigger song, a, bi- a much better music person. I think we should end with you. So I'm just gonna say my couple just quickly because they don't really mm-hmm. compete, okay, and then I want you to it. take it over. Does that work for you guys? Let's do it. I I don't know if that's yep. true. All right, but yeah. Uh, let's do three. It. So one, I think Stacy's mom should be eligible, and I think she's legit. Oh. Stacy's mom is an absolute babe. She's. We got can't it going forget on. the honorable mention list. No. 
So I think Stacy's mom competes. Uh, Angie. Angie is the kind of girl that you know it's not going to work out with, but um, you kind of want to part and talk about, like, how happy you are to let her go her own way because she was so special to you. Angie! Angie, the Rolling Stones, right? Yep. Yep. And the last one is uh, Rosalita by Bruce Springsteen. So this one is just, first of all, like an absolute banger that's great in concert, but it's just about, like, young love and a beautiful girl whose family doesn't approve of you. Um, nice. She's great. Rosalita is definitely a babe, but she's, I'm not sure what her actual looks are. I know she's, um, she's just a good, she's it's a good It's not lady. important. So those are mine. How, I, it's just how much Bruce thinks she's, she's swell, you know? Yes, that is true. That is true. So, so that's the deal. Um, the couple girls that are, that are worth considering, but I think ultimately you two are the, the last word on these topics. So Cameron, I cede the floor to you. Oh, okay. Well, geez, where do I start? Let me think. I'm going through my playlist here. And I, I got to say, like, I, I must have added like five or six songs while we were just making this. Sure. Um, so number one of them I want to bring up is is Desperado. Desperado is the name of a girl, right? The Eagles. Desperado. Why don't I do you... not think that's the name of a woman. Why don't you come to your senses? No, it's not. He's talking to a dude about another woman. Okay, okay, I haven't yeah, really said right? that. Yeah, right? So that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Okay, um, so that's just <laughs> okay. one that came to my mind. There's Benny and the Jets. We don't know oh. if that's necessarily mm. a love song. Benny! We've got Josie. If you Benny. guys don't know, jo- Josie from uh, Steely Dan has got Josie, and he's got good things to say about her. They're going to break yeah, out the Josie's, hats Josie's when Josie legit. comes home. They're going to rev up the motor scooters when she, you know, they're going to park in the street. They're going to jam to the girl say when. Um, <laughs> Josie's honestly like, oh. dude, she's the pride of the neighborhood. You yeah. Know? She's the raw yeah. flame. I, that's like, that's she's the legit. raw flame. She's the live wire. She prays like a Roman with her eyes on fire. <laughs> yeah. There you so go. That's I, I, gotta, I, I think Josie competes here. Josie's a great track. Yeah. Let's see. I, I've also got... Uh, it's a song about a girl, a fine young girl named Brandy. Brandy? Do you know this track? Who is the that? sailor said, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you would be. Yeah, such, oh, a, such a great girl. song. Yeah, I was surprised that that actually didn't make any appearance. I don't even know so, that song. Uh, Who is it? Oh, dude. It's Looking I'm gonna, Glass. I'm going to look up some of the, I'm gonna look up some of the lyrics here. Yeah, yeah Kyle, you know this song. This is a great track, and it's a legendary track about a, a beautiful, fine woman. Yeah, uh, it's in a lot of movies. Basically, it's there's a port on the Western Bay, you know, it's and it serves 100 chips a day. Lonely sailors pass the time away and talk about their homes. Sure. And there's this girl in the harbor town. She works laying whiskey down, and they say, Brandy, fetch me another round. She serves them whiskey and wine. Okay. And, She's know, a bartender. You should bartender and sell her say, Brandy, you're a fine girl. What a good wife you'd be. Your eyes could steal a sailor from the sea. Anyway, it goes from there. It's just kind of one of those good tracks about a sailor, you know, because sailors are kind of always at sea. and they're, They love singing they're songs, of, too. They love singing songs mm-hmm. about women. So I think that's a... It could, it could make the list. I like it. Let's see what else. There's always uh, Susie Q. You know, Susie Ooh. Q is... Uh, Oh, there's not I really, there's not Susie really a Q. whole lot said about Susie Q. No, she's an understated lady. All, all we know is that she'll be true. 
that she, you know, they like the way she talks. They like the way she walks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that could that could possibly make the list. Uh, I really kind of want to put either one of these two songs from Neil Diamond, either "Sweet Caroline" or "Cracklin' Rosie." Mm. I feel like those deserve to make an appearance. Ooh, "Cracklin' Rosie" makes me Cracklin smile. "Cracklin' Rosie" man. feels like the better pick. It's Crack a love song, right? Mm-hmm. You know that one? Crack, crack, yeah, I do that one. That's a good one. Let's see. Yeah, she's got a way to make me happy. You and me, we go in style. You're a store-bought woman. You make me sing like a guitar humming. Hang on me, Ooh. girl. Our song keeps running on. That's... Play it now, play it now, play it now, my baby. Crackling rose and make that's just a good song right i mean like it's both and like you said yeah there's that physical kind of she what is it she makes him um oh yeah like the guitar humming yeah there you go makes me that's sing a, like a guitar that's a, humming that's a physical reaction to her you know her attractiveness yeah she makes him smile if yep. it lasts for only an hour then that's all right they've got all night that's nice set the world right find us a dream they don't ask no oh, question yeah. all right so that's a, that's the strong contender that's a strong one. Um, a couple that that I think would make the honorable mention list. Uh, you picked Barbara Ann, but I honestly, I think uh, "Help Me Rhonda" might be might be a better pick by the Beach Boys. I don't know. I don't know. That maybe that's just an honorable honorable mention. Uh, there's Mary Jane's Last Dance by Tom Betty and the Heartbreakers. I don't know if that's really a love song. Oh, that's such a great song. You guys probably don't know Ozark Mountain, Daredevil's Jackie Blue. Oh, yeah. It. That would be that would Jackie be on the not top list because, like, yeah, he doesn't really have a whole lot of good things to say about her. She, You know, you give her an inch, she takes a mile. It's really a, a hateful song. It's a yeah. hateful song about Jackie. It's a good song, though. Yep. The legendary DJ A-Track uh, and his duo of Duck Sauce has a song called Barbara Streisand. <laughs> we all know how great Barbara Streisand is. Yeah. Um, there are no lyrics to that song other than the words Barbara Streisand. Not sure if you guys want to put that on the list, Barbara but Streisand. it's a great song. It's not a maybe a love song per se, but... The problem is we already know what Barbara Streisand looks like. Good point. Yeah. We know a lot about her. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I was just mentioning that um, maybe Foo Fighters makes an appearance in the Honorable Mentions with Aurora. Off of the the album, nothing left to lose, or possibly Arlandria. Kyle, you mentioned Arlandria earlier. Both good food uh, songs. Both good tracks. But I think you kind of nailed the like, you know, you diagnose the lyrics, or you go through and find out what's what's really at the heart of the song, what's the message, and if it's love, then I think it's going to be hard to pull any of those off. Let's see. I think that's about all I got. I've got. I have 14 more that I considered but didn't end up putting on the list. I will just rapid let's, fire. Let's mention them. Let's We're not going to talk about them. Ophelia by the Lumineers. She's been on my mind since the flood, I would say. about Right, right about back then is when. Uh, okay. Anna, Anna Sun, Walk the Moon. Come on, Eileen by the Midnight I come Runners. Come on, Eileen, I have on my list, yeah. Tulu Raye. Mm-hmm. This one's for you, Mom. Desiree, Keith Urban. Oh, that's a great track. Yeah. Uh, Angela, more Lumineers. Rhiannon, Fleetwood Mac. Okay. Rhiannon! I, I wanted to put it on the list, but I couldn't interpret the lyrics for shit. I have no idea what they're talking about. Two Beatles songs, Michelle, which I think is a really annoying song. Hey Jude, which is actually a great song, but it's unclear how attractive Jude is. Right. So, 
Yeah, we're ranking the women here, right? Right. So, got to keep that in mind. Cecilia, Simon and Garfunkel. And then Mrs. Robinson, Simon and Garfunkel. That's just a great song. Sure. <laughs> then we've got uh, uh, Melissa, Allman Brothers Band, Heather Delilah, Plain White Tees. Mm-hmm. And then two older songs I didn't know, but that came up on Spotify, recommended them. Allison by Elvis Costello and Peggy Sue by Buddy Holly. So... You got a very, very long list of songs. It's a here. long list. The only ones I'd I'd be serious about getting on the list, maybe Brandy, Brandy by the Looking Glass, and uh, I think Cracklin' Rosie. Some or uh, oh, Mike, you like Josie? You like Josie as a pick? I did like Josie a lot. I feel like Josie might be the move there. I think Josie. I think we should talk about Stacy's mom. I don't. It's tough. It's very tough. You put the list together, so you obviously you get the uh, the final say. Yeah. Well, I, this is a this is a collaborative process. So we're we've got four that we're that we're kind of thinking about: Cracklin' Rosie, Brandy, Josie, and Stacy's mom. Where do you guys see opportunity to pull off the list as I have it currently? Any weak points you guys are seeing? I not really. <laughs> it's a pretty strong list. That's the problem. Yeah, but a song like um, I don't really want to take Louisa off, but it's like it's pretty much just Lord Huron fans. Whereas like, like a lot of these other songs are pretty famous, but I I don't know. I think you could probably say the same for like Amanda or uh, we're not taking Arabella off. I don't know. I'll le- I'll leave it up to maybe you. Maybe we'll guys. just leave them. Maybe we'll just leave those other ones as honorable mentions. It's totally up to you guys because I don't I don't know those songs as well as you all do, obviously, because they weren't on my list. Which one's the Arctic Monkey song? That's a man, or that's a Arabella. 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 That's not coming off. I would take Louisa off before Arabella. No, Louis and Louisa is okay. Lord Huron. It's that's just the, the the trouble of it all is they're just they're all such strong picks, and it's very subjective. It's a very subjective list too. So I'm frankly inclined to say that everybody has had their day in court, and we leave it as is with. The note that everything was aired, we heard all of the candidates, yeah, I think and folks should decide for themselves. Okay. I think that's fair. All right. Great work today, boys. That was um, a really fun one. I'm glad that we finally got it. Yeah. yeah, that was wonderful. A great entry point to talk about all those songs. Oh, yes. amazing. And that's the best part, is that we just had a chance to sit down and talk about some good songs. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, put, together, yeah. Uh, we'll put together a Spotify playlist. It's going to be like 40 songs long. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's yeah. amazing. That's going to be amazing. 100%. All right, I'll recap one more time, and then we'll get the heck out of here. So, songs about women ranked based on the attractiveness of the woman from the our narrator's viewpoint. Number 10, we have Ba Ba Ba, Ba Ba Baran by the Beach Boys. Number 9, Rosanna by Toto. Number 8, Amanda by Boston. Number 7, Louisa, Lord Huron. Number 6, Layla, Eric Clapton. Number 5, Arabella by the Arctic Bunkies. Number four, Roxanne by the Police. Number three, Maggie May by Rod Stewart. Number two, Lola by the Kinks. And number one, in my opinion, Jolene by the famous Dolly Parton. Ba boom. Boom. Wow, what a great Ba-boom. list. What a what a great list of women. Great list of women. They're all, they're or, all gems. Or, yeah. or maybe binders full of women. Fantastic. <laughs> stuff. You can fill a binder with these women. Finders full. Yeah, sure could. Women and yeah, yeah. Well, thanks to you, Cameroon, and 
Obviously, of course, I want to thank Kevin McLeod for putting together our stanky beats today. And I want to thank our dear sister Erin for putting together our artwork. Don't forget, if you want to see more of Erin's stuff, she's got a lot of it on Sant Design at Instagram. Of course. And speaking of wonderful stuff and Instagram in particular, our social media work is, as always, headlined by the great Caroline Labranti, whose stuff you can find at Caroline.Labranti Photography or something like that on Instagram. She takes care of our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff is top10km with 10 spelled out T-E-N. If you have thoughts, concerns, you want to share with us your own top 10 of something or you just want to hop on the pod and do an episode with us, we'd love to have you shoot us an email at top10km at gmail.com. And the last thing, I'm sure you're listening to this on some sort of podcast app, but if you want another one, we are on Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, pretty much, or the Apple Podcast app, of course. And pretty much wherever podcasts can be found. So that's what I would say, big dog. Ballin. Thank you one more time to Cameron. Thank you for making time. Thanks for having me. That was great. We couldn't have done this one without you. No, I don't think so. But it was fun to be in here and uh, oh, absolutely not. Get to chat with you guys. All right, thanks again. Peace, amigos. Peace out. All right. Peace.